0: Hello and welcome to this special edition of Neutral Wrestling. Today we're going to be talking WrestleMania being cancelled in Tampa and moved to the Performance Centre and some of the big coronavirus news which is affecting everyone. We hope everyone stays safe and hopefully this podcast just gives you 45 minutes to an hour just to relax and enjoy. Thank you.
1: Hello and welcome to Neutral Wrestling. My name's Danny, and this is your special edition of Corona
0: Mania. I'm joined today by Dan. Dan, how are you? Um uh, surviving, Danny. Surviving. We've had oh, it's been this this year has just been bizarre, particularly this month, hasn't it? I mean, in the last few weeks, we've had football cancelled, we've had WrestleMania moved, um, Raw, Smackdown, NXT, AEW, behind closed doors, if you will. It's just everyone's panicking. The, I don't know if for our US listeners in the UK, there's basically a war over toilet paper, um, toilet paper mania. If you've not got footballers doing kick-ups with toilet paper rolls on Instagram, you've got full-blown scraps in the supermarkets of England. But yeah, so I guess we better start, Danny, with... As it's a wrestling podcast, the big news: WrestleMania. It felt like it took weeks, but eventually, the decision was made after Donald Trump banned all flights from entering the US from Europe. Initially, it was just he banned flights from—I can't think of the zone. You might know, Danny, but just from the Eurozone, the Eurozone. But originally, it was the UK were allowed to fly over, but that only lasted for a few days. Danny, I was sat in a pub last Saturday. Nice and relaxed. I was having a great time and it come up. Danny Morton, the WrestleMania dream is over. Donald Trump bans UK flights for 30 days and then pretty much a few days later. What was it? Monday, WWE announced that WrestleMania would be taking place over two days from the Performance Center. Danny, how was you feeling about this news? For me, it was. I don't know. It was. We'd expected it for that long. It, was, it wasn't really as big as you would have thought, maybe a few months ago, or as depressing as you would have thought. With everything that's going on in the world, everyone's worried. I'm worried about my own business, about my child, although I don't think it affects children that much, but everyone's in panic mode. Social media is an absolute fucking nightmare at the moment, but Danny, how's things from your perspective, mate?
1: I mean, you'd like to say, oh, things are good, but... Um at the moment the, the, they're not good they're not good um we've got a situation around the world and you were saying about america if, if america is still suffering I, i've spoken to uh charlie who we met um in the pub after the new york city game he was the Evertonian from new york Um he is currently all his bars in the the, the bar group he works for in in new york they've closed all the restaurants at least for the short time he's been made unemployed um and they're also self-isolating uh, he did say it's the same situation here everyone's panic buying i've also got a friend out in arizona and, and a cousin in boston and they've basically said all these big hypermarkets and supermarkets that they have they're all being raided um the the best not raided as in looted, but you know, in the same situation. But the good news is, the likes of the small convenience stores and the mom and pop stores, they're getting a lot more business than they usually get. You know, we get 10 people in now, they've got people queuing up to buy toilet the hand sanitizer, past them, and what have you. Um, so that's it's going on throughout the world. A friend in there who's got a cousin in Italy who said that, uh, northern Italy as well. And they've said, basically, all the panic buying is kind of still going on, but the are limiting the amount of people that are allowed in supermarkets. So when you go shopping, even if you are isolated, self-isolated or on lockdown, you can still go shopping. You just have to queue to get in the store, and it takes a little bit longer. So the main thing is we've got to do this. It's... it's we, we've got no choice. there's not nothing we can do about it other than try and assist other people and the way that i'm feeling about it is unfortunately it's, it's one of the most important things it's probably the most significant thing that has happened since the second world war so we've just got to take instruction and do what we have to do am i am a disappointed about wrestlemania yeah of course i am i love spending the time with my friends but and I'm watching wrestling, but at the end of the day there is much more important things you can't wallow in this.
0: Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't like if you just said to us, Danny, a few months ago, oh, football will be cancelled, WrestleMania will be moved, I'd be like, Oh my god, I'm gonna be in absolute bits. But in the grand scheme of things, it just it just doesn't matter. I think that's no. why I've not I said to you before we came and I, I've not watched any wrestling. I think the last wrestling show I watched <sighs> The the SmackDown where John Cena announced he was facing Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania, and that that was the night before Fulham. That was the twenty eighth of February. I've not watched any wrestling since, cause it just just seems to pale in into insignificance. Obviously, we love wrestling, but I know like people have been watching it because they say they've say been off work, but but for me, I've been trying to get as much work as I can as possible in seeing my daughter every night, and it's just like. I don't know. They're the things that actually matter. But it's maddening. Fast forward a year's time, Danny. We're talking about this now, about how wrestling don't matter. And in about a year's time, I'll be ranting furiously that Baron Corbin's in the WWE title picture (laughs) for WrestleMania, calling it a travesty. And you can say to me, Dan, this time last year, what was going on? And I still probably won't listen, but hey. Yeah. Um, but yeah it, it is just it's just crazy isn't it you couldn't have you couldn't have predicted what's going on everyone's dealing with it in different ways i was ignorant to it at first i was saying that i was just thinking oh it's just flu but feel a bit ignorant now cuz i've been reading into everything as i said to you preston is about 5 days behind the rest of the country in terms of like everything
1: <laughs> um but yeah it's just <laughs> As I said, as I said to yourself, uh, and as I've said to many people, don't don't look at the politics. Don't look at the what the politicians are saying. Don't look at what the news media are saying. Look at what the chief medical officer and the chief scientific officer are saying, and listen to them completely because it cuts through all the bullshit, um, and it gives you an idea of what what's happening. So uh, that would be my advice to anyone thinking that. You know what's going on Or if they're cynical about things Just listen to them They've got no agenda Um, I I do believe that I've been watching I've been in the reverse of you So I've been watching a lot more Than I have been I'm caught up to date on AEW Um, I have been keeping up to date with WWE As you know I can't handle the big long Three hour roars and two hour smackdowns Especially now since the show and repeats but I have watched bits and bobs and um, I've been mostly catching up on this week in WWE. Um, and i am actually quite, quite surprised and pleased about a lot of the things that are going on and what's being portrayed. I think um, WWE is at a strange point. If you're not aware, um, 15% of the company was knocked off due to the stock market. And the economy These shares went into the ground I think they have recovered slightly over the course of the last couple of days um, But WWE is in a, in a funny situation The stock hasn't been this low Since they stopped doing pay-per-views And took the risk on doing the network um, So again, it's a, it's, a, it's a strange time And it was before this Corona outbreak So we they've got to step up to the plate And I think they're starting to do that Um I haven't seen much in the way of NXT. Um, but numbers come in from this Thursday's episode, and I believe it was AW were in the high nine hundreds, and NXT was only five hundred thousand.
2: Um,
1: yeah, it's uh but you've got to we've got to understand that the debut of Matt Hardy and the debut of Brody Lee um were both People knew it was going to happen, so people would have tuned into that, so we might oh, see some change.
0: I don't need to bother watching it now, Donnie. Cheers. I'm joking, I'm joking. I'd seen it on uh, on social media. They were pretty good, weren't they? I just watched those YouTube videos or whatever. And, uh, I,
1: I like when uh, Arcadian Vanguard come in and you could just hear the whizzing of the drone. Um, it, was, uh, it, it was very, very... Uh, it was well done, considering on a debut... You like you like, you like the crowd being there, don't you? You like to hear that. Yeah, that, that raw. Roll from the crowd. Um, pardon the pun. But yeah, it, it, it's it been good. So I've been overdosing on it. I've also been catching up with NWA Power. Fuck me, what a program that is. I, I didn't give it much time originally. I thought the set looked cool. But I haven't caught up. Some of the promos that Eddie Kingston's been doing, uh, is, I mean, he did a fantastic one in progress. That I put you onto, but the man just kills it every time he picks a microphone up. Um so yeah, I, I have been doing a lot more in terms of wrestling, probably because there's not much else you can do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because you, you are you inside a lot then? Yeah, we, we took the decision to
1: um once the Prime Minister said to um to avoid any social um uh any unnecessary social gatherings, we kinda said, Well, we go out for shopping, we go out for uh the things that are necessary. Um but I've been spending, because it's been nice as well uh we've been to the park, um, been for a couple of walks and that, but just been staying away from uh, from people. Uh, as I say, there's a lot of introverts now who are just in their absolute element. Um they're sitting there, they're gaming, they're quite happy to be off work. Um so you know, it, it takes all sorts to make a world, doesn't it? But yeah, uh, as I say, wrestling-wise, i been catching myself up. I've uh, been trying to get out a little bit. But at the moment, we're just uh, we're just doing what we can.
0: We've just switched then, haven't we? Before the coronavirus, I'm watching every wrestling show. We're coming on yeah. here. You've watched Bits and Bats. And now, I don't know. There's just some... I can't even think what it is, Danny. Do you know what I think it is? I'm going to be honest. I think cancelling football is just... I don't know. If I can't watch football, I don't want to watch anything. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's, I don't know. Like, it is just bizarre. But for me, like, I can't explain. So my job, window cleaning, yeah. I know, like, it's not the best job or whatever. But I I don't know. I love it. Like, I was saying to my granddad the other night, you can cancel WrestleMania, cancel football. My biggest fear is not being able to work. I love, like, the routine of it, especially at this time of the year is probably my favourite time to work because it's sunny, but it's dead fresh. It's not freezing, but it's dead fresh outside. I can get loads of houses done, and then it's just the fear of, like, next week. But I'm trying to tell myself, look, I'd have had nine to ten days unpaid off to go to WrestleMania, so if they do put us into lockdown where I can't work, which hopefully doesn't happen, I would have lost that money anyway. And on top of it, spent more in Tampa. But um, speaking of that, um, we sh- we should really talk. to you. So obviously, me and Danny and um, a few of our friends, we'd booked to go to WrestleMania. We'd um, but reserved the hotels. We'd paid for the flights. Um, we'd paid for the tickets. So really, we should talk about like, do you know what I mean? What's actually happened with that? And Danny, did, did, I'm not. I can't think if I spoke to you about it. You said to me maybe to cancel my card. Um, you know, in terms of the whole booking.com, we're taking payments off cards. Um, yes. but I got, I thought it was really good of them. I don't know if they have to by law, but if not, I thought it was really nice of them that the hotel that we'd reserved with had actually said, look, it's not free cancellation after March the 7th. All I did was send them an email Sunday morning saying, look, um, am I able to cancel? Do you know what I mean? Because we can't fly over to America and they just replied saying that that's fine and they've cancelled the the reservation so I thought that was pretty good of him. well that that, that was that's good to affect their business as well isn't it there yeah, obviously we've got it, a story it, about wrestlecon and Marriott to talk about in a minute but
1: yeah well that that's that's one that's the that's completely shit um and i think if you look likes chris jericho was trying to move against it on twitter um, the number of wrestlers have tried to come out against it But to be fair to the hotel And to be fair to Woodspring Suites Seeing as though they've done a nice thing for us They're in a shit situation at the moment The whole leisure and tourism um, Business is um, So to to actually do that It does show that um, that, that they are Concerned about what's going on And they, they've acted really nicely there
0: Yeah definitely I, It was more of a quickness of it I literally emailed them. Like early hours of Sunday morning, and they re- I think they'd replied Sunday night or something. That's um, really
2: good.
0: Yeah, definitely. But um, I don't know. Really? Obviously, my worry is Danny. We booked Magaluf for June. Yeah. Just all we literally paid it about a month ago, and you could We didn't realise because we've got we're going a few times, and we've got the second time it's just free cancellation. Pay when you get there on the actual website. Like obviously you can do it on Booking dot com, but it's probably twice the price on Booking dot com. But we didn't realize when we made the first reservation that you could have actually not paid. You could have just done pay when you arrive. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Me and G being idiots, we paid two hundred and fifty pound each. So I don't know whether we'll get that back. Maybe I don't don't know. I think like the hotels are going to be short, but they're still advertising. But obviously we're going June the 12th till June the 20th. So mm. I think he'll still be, I don't think you'll be able to go with you to Spain, man, especially with their, what's going on there. They're like, what are they like, the third, fourth, most affected country? Yeah,
1: well, they're they obviously hitting a peak. We, we, if you think of the geography of it, we're an island, so there's going to be less movements of people from one country to another in the lakes of Spain, France, um, Italy, because they're all next to each other. Well, you know, to a great degree, they've all got countries next to them. Um, so we, we are quite lucky and that's why we're a few weeks behind them in terms of what's going on so it might end up the UK's like that um, hopefully it won't and hopefully the measures that the government are taking of, uh, can, can you know at least stop that trend but um, you, at the moment I wouldn't be suggesting for anyone to pay for any um, any flights, any um, any hotels or anything? Just um, leave it until this all calls over. I got um an email yesterday um from uh, Progress Wrestling, uh, telling us that a Super Strong Style sixteen, which was due to take place May bank Holiday weekend, is obviously being cancelled. Now they've rearranged the date until the thirty first of August, and I still think that might be. Problematic. Uh, what what we're hearing is that this could go on for three or four months um, at, at different stages. So we just don't know. The summer, you know, make the most of it because I don't think there's going to be much going on.
0: Yeah, Danny, th- this is like a bit of a platform for me to peck your head, right? So was it you that said to me? Someone did. That many people are saying their opinions, right? Was it you that said to me that because the Spanish have been that affected? they might not be willing to accept tourists into the country because someone said that to me and i thought no, it, it it
1: it wasn't me that said it but um yeah i, I could i could, there's, there's two arguments um one saying would guess that they would they want to stop the risk of infection um but it would only be for a, a temporary period of time um the other and that would be I would guess from the likes of the the inland cities and the major cities that don't rely on tourism. So if you're looking at the the Costas and Barcelona, then they will they, they rely on tourism. It's what keeps the the city. You know, communities will fall apart if you don't have continued tourism there. So it, I can see both sides to it, but it was it wasn't either told you that man. No.
0: Right, right. I mean, I was just reading before that China. This is their second day without any new cases in it yeah um, yeah so that can be a good thing a positive because like what well, th- when did they first get it was it december or something i
1: think it was early december yeah
0: yeah so they've gone like what th- four months say so we- we've we had it now for like a month but you just don't know do you it's like the government were saying they're trying to keep it down to under what twenty thousand deaths do you really think yeah. it'll get that high well, I... I oh, sorry, hard, hard prediction to make. Like, but these, no, I, sorry, I know we're doing a podcast, but I've I've been wanting to peck Danny's head about this for ages. Well,
1: I think at the moment, um, just under ten thousand have died uh, in the world.
0: Yeah, but so, they meant twenty thousand in the UK, didn't they?
1: Yeah. Well, obviously the it hasn't hit it hasn't hit its peak in most of Europe yet. Um, it's hitting its peak. Um, from what they're saying in in Spain and in Italy. Um, and I think in Iran as well um, I saw but, that a lot in Iran yeah um, but the, the, so there's countries that um, the, the, uh, there's a couple of uh, Southeast Asian countries I believe that, that aren't even uh, taking any notice of it um, they, they're not listening to the advice and they're just carrying on with I think a lot of them are going to either mosque or mass um, and, and just carrying on with life and it, it's spreading like wildfire um But but they're not being reported, so it, it, it's strange. Yet yeah, so there's there's, there's ten thousand. There's been ten thousand deaths. So I suppose if you allow for everyone's peak, then there's plus. Poss- if they keep it under twenty thousand, they'd probably be doing you know a good job. And
0: and they, they, as well, they're probably looking at worst case scenarios. Yeah, but how twenty thousand in the UK? That'd mean what, like three hundred thousand worldwide or something? Maybe so. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just crazy. I tell you what, it's mad, right? So this morning I had, like, a cough, yeah? And I, you sat thinking, flipping egg, is it just, like, a little bit of a regular cold, or do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's like, with, with G, like, he literally has got a cough, yeah? Um, but have you seen what he was doing? Have you seen it in the group chat, Danny? He's oh, he's eating. been eating. I've told him, I see, he, he said he was like, I feel like I did the first day when we got back from Magaluf. I was like, what do you mean? He went, my bones are aching, I've been sick, um, I can't stop coughing. I was like, well, he, he was eating raw vegetarian sausages. And Why, he was like, why is like, this, this is twice that he's done it. No, I know, but he thinks, which I don't know if this is true, but I said, like, he thinks that you can't get food poisoning off something that isn't meat. But I said, I said, if you all you need to do is look at the back of the packet, and if it doesn't say... Do you know what I mean? Like, eat fresh or ready eat to f- eat on the back of it yeah, and don't eat it. But, but I can't imagine it tastes very nice. Like, it, it, it's him, innit? He's just like, but do you think that could make him ill? Yes. Right. Because I feel yeah, like he right. has to have a word with his mum or something. Because it, it's like, he doesn't know not to do that.
2: Mm.
0: Well, I mean, moving on from G, uh, <laughs>
1: who's lovely, but you. you, you you talk about twenty thousand deaths in the UK and I think uh, Spanish influen influenza, which was the most serious of things, I think that killed about forty million people, I think, in the world. Um uh, because obviously we didn't know the controls that we had today. I think like two two hundred and fifty thousand died in Britain alone. Um so to keep to keep it under twenty thousand, I think, would be a really, you know, a, a fantastic thing. And we've got to say as well. 14,000 people a year die from flu anyway, you know, so this is, it, it, it's very dangerous for people who have um, respiratory illnesses and underlying health issues, but for the majority of us, it's, it's, it's a mild
0: flu. Yeah, it's like old, I'm just googling this Spanish influenza, flipping heck Danny, how, how yeah. come I've not heard of this, if it's like killed this many people? Well I I, I twenty five to thirty nine million people, the estimate. That a yeah. two thousand five estimate put the death toll at fifty million, three percent of the global population. Wow.
1: You see this this is it again, it was allowed to spread. It was we didn't have the means or the medical science hadn't been done to, to necessarily necessarily deal necessarily deal with it. Um but the reason I know a little bit about it is because I did it when we were in school, you know, when uh, modern history. Um, so, but when you put it when you put it in in context with something like that, it's not the worst thing that's going to happen. But it has it has been a significant change in everyone's lifestyle, um, and I look look forwards. To, I think I I, I know. You know, people that don't particularly like Religious or political views And hear them on Preston podcasts But the Pope said something really nice The other day, he said about When we have our When you first go out and you first See friends and meet up and You know, go for a walk or Go for a coffee together, he said it, It'll feel so much sweeter than it ever did Before and you won't take it for granted We take all these things for granted Because we're living in uh, You know, an advanced country Hopefully, it'll turn around to people and say, like, people might be a little bit kinder. People might have a different view on things. And, and that that can only be a good thing from the quite selfish
0: society that we're, we're currently living in. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree with that. It's like you don't appreciate. like I, I feel like, I'm going be honest, I feel like I do. But I feel like people just spend the days like, I know, do you know what I mean? Like being angry about I know, yeah. like if you listen to our podcast, you're probably thinking, "What the fuck's this guy got on <laughs> about?" But you know what I'm saying, like, like I'll read, like, I'll go on Facebook and Twitter, and it's just like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, everyone's just like, flipping heck, We can got this. Is apart from the last few months, this is the best time to be alive in history. The amount of yeah. stuff that we've got, we've got it so easy. Do you know? Especially in this country, if you're ill, you can go to the hospital on the NHS. You've got every gadget possible. You can watch anything on TV with a click of a button. You can go out do anything. Do you know, obviously, like, there's some people that are as fortunate as others. But, like, do you like you say, like, little things that you take for granted, like being able to go out for tea to a pub for yeah. going, going, going going with your mates to watch football on a Saturday, yeah? Do you know what I mean? I, I was saying this to my mate, Joe. I said, Joe, I said, do you know what? I even miss Alex Neal. As much as he (laughs) does my fucking head. And if I seen him walking down the street, I'd give him a big fat hug. Do you know what Joe said? What did Joe say? He's a fucking terrible manager. I fucking can't stand him. I was like, (laughs) well, that was nice. That lasted two minutes. But hey, we've North End have now been, Danny, we've basically been in the top six of this league now for about seven months, and we're still probably not going to get in playoffs. But spare a thought, spare a thought for our friends at the other side of Merseyside, Liverpool. Right. I know I wanted to touch on this, right? Because I know it's a wrestling podcast. But hey, we're just talking about life itself here. Um Danny, right. There's like I know it's not gonna get voided or whatever. Yeah. But the fact that people like so I've been listening to like is it Jason Cundy and Pete So I don't know. i was listening to a few things on Talk Sport and people are like, oh, the, the season just needs to be voided and we'll start from scratch. As much as I really don't want Liverpool to win the league. That would be an absolute travesty. Liverpool should win the league this season. No matter what, it should be played out until the end of the season. Same with Leeds. Leeds and West Brom, they deserve promotion. They should get promotion. Do you know what I mean? You can't just give it to them. But to me, just in August, play out the rest of the season, yeah? At the start of this season, Danny, we were told there's going to be 38 games in the Premiership, 46 games in the Football League, yeah? Those were the rules at the start of the season. So... You stick to those rules and finish it. And then, if next year you think, right, we can only play twenty-five games this season, as long as everyone knows the rules before the start of the season, I think you can do that. None of this, like, oh, like, they're probably going to play it behind closed doors, aren't they? But well, it, it,
1: the thing is, as we said, wrestling, football, whatever, it, it pales into an, an insignificance. Um, and yeah. as an Evertonian. One of the worst things about this whole thing is the fact that uh, the Liverpool team that we're seeing at the moment. The worst things is the Klopp is like the nicest man. It's so hard to dislike him. Yeah, it really, I don't really really is. And he came out the a couple of weeks ago when this was about to happen, and he said, "You know, if the season is finished, it's finished. If the season is postponed. It's postponed. There's more. <laughs> there's more important things than football." Um, and that's coming from a manager that you know that there hasn't won a, a, and a club that hasn't won the league in a long time, a lot longer than they should they, they, should, they should have, you know. Um, and and he's about this... to
2: become the
0: biggest legend but, in the, club, one, of the yeah. one of the biggest legends in the club in one of the biggest clubs in the world's history, and he sat there saying to that Spanish reporter, "Do you know what I mean?" But did you see yeah. it? Where he's like, "What are you doing here then? Why are you, yeah. you should be yeah. at self-isolating? What are you doing?"
1: <laughs> well, that, that's that, that's right. That was a couple of days before, and what you got to say about him is the absolute class that he showed in in that um, that press conference, which was followed a couple of hours later by Neil Lennon um, saying the Celtic should be awarded the title. You know, he's Neil- a dick though. Neil, we're all worried about... uh, And I understand that he's Celtic's dick. You know, they love him. Um, Very much like I'd always once said, I want Diego Costa playing for us because he's an absolute dickhead. I love Diego Costa. He's a a horrible, horrible player. You hate to play against him, but you'd love to have him in your team. And I I, I think that's very much Neil Lennon's under-siege mentality as a Celtic manager. But it shows the class and the not-so-class. Um, and I'm sorry to any Celtic fans. I under, understand the you know, you, you want to uh, get the, get that historic 10th title.
2: But
0: I'm not sorry politics. for any Celtic fans after they offloaded Scott Sinclair to us. Fucking hell, he is shit. <laughs> Fucking
1: hell. Yeah, true, true that. Um, Got a
0: nice
1: song yeah, though. It, it, you know, I think... Well, we're worried about the Euros. I mean the Euros is great. It's part of the summer. Um, I think most England fans have been looking forward to it after a good showing in the Nations League and the World Cup. And um yeah, it's a bit it's a bit demoralising. but give it a couple of weeks. We'll be watching the uh, we'll be watching the end of the season, uh in uh in a in a beer garden, in a in a nice sunny pub, hopefully towards the end of August if that's uh, if that's the case and if it's at all possible. You know, football in the summer. Who the
0: thoughts are? I've always said the football season should be played throughout the summer. Instead of me traipsing to fucking Cardiff on a fucking the last <laughs> Saturday before Christmas getting piss wrapped for a fucking nil nil draw that for fucking some reason, sorry for swearing, got moved to sky. Why do we not? Ju- it's the summer. Yeah. And people are like, oh, well, people go on holiday in the summer. Well, crowds aren't that affected on the first game of the season in August. And half of the country is apparently on holiday then. But mm. oh. that's true. Well,
1: we've got great things happening, but we've got to remember: is looking for the acts of kindness. Um, today, Michael of Everton. Um, apparently, a couple of um, uh, OAPs have rang into our local radio station, Radio Merseyside, and they've said that Everton have been Everton in the community, the Everton Charity has been calling them to see if they're okay and if they need anything. It was an 83-year-old season ticket holder, and he said, uh, you, do you need any help? Is there anything we can do? If there is, just call us. Everton have offered staff to the City Council to help with the um, volunteer um, arranging for the COVID-19 thing. And... You know, all football clubs are doing little bits and bobs, but it's not just football clubs. It's people coming together. It's people organising donations to go to people who are affected. And generally, the good in people comes out in these times. Um, There's loads of... you, You heard what Triple H said when he opened SmackDown, that, you know, people... And what Cody said on the opening of AEW. People just want to have a distraction to watch wrestling. And that's what I've done And I've thoroughly enjoyed it Um, I'm looking forward to catching up On every other show I'm looking forward to MWA Superpower It's a bit of a super episode um, But they've had to edit it a little bit So as not to confuse the marketplace With them cancelling a few shows So I'm looking forward to that coming on I've been enjoying Ring of Honor again And it's great As I say, look for the acts of kindness and, And I think people will feel a lot better About themselves um, but one thing we, we did want to touch on I think both of us did Is the cancellation of Mania And how it affects the indie promotions That run over the course of that week For some of them, or for most of them I believe It's their biggest biggest time of the year And they rely on the income to, um, to, to, to run the year round Dan, I'll, let's go to you We'll start on the WrestleCon situation
0: Yeah, it's just obviously. I'm going to be honest. I have pretty much, apart from a few tweets and a few Facebook statuses that I've posted, I don't read. I'm not reading anything on social media at the moment because I just, I just, it is. I did it for a few days, and I just can't listen to fucking Chantel from the local council estate witter on about shit anymore. But um, yeah, it's just it's tough in it because you can see, like I know Marriott are like what massive, but. Mm. From the, I don't, I don't even know what to say about it. Like it's just sad in it because WrestleCon have provided me and you with some great memories from WrestleMania weekend. And yeah. everyone, everyone who goes to WrestleMania weekend, you know what WrestleCon is. It, it yeah. it'd just be a travesty for it not to be there next year. And um, they put a lot of hard work in throughout the year. Like all the planning starts, all the started last summer, won't it? For this, maybe even earlier. Well, uh, I, th- I think going from what. Um,
1: I can't remember the guy's name, but he was interviewed the other day, and he said they've already they'd already started the planning for Los Angeles in terms of booking venues, in terms of you know um, looking at setups and where where they can you know where they can move from. So yeah, it, it starts from like basically a year and a bit out. Yeah. So, what, so they're in liquidation, aren't they? That's what you were saying. Well, I believe they've either they've either I'm not sure of the bankruptcy laws in the UK in the US, but they've either had to put themselves into voluntary liquidation or bankruptcy. Um, basically, what's happened is um, they have obviously they do the hotel packages and they rent um, the, you know they rent space. Now, what's happened is they normally would do they have a big ballroom in the um, in the WrestleCon hotel. And that's where the shows come from, and they also have the convention itself, so the the pictures and the meet and greets and stuff in the same venue. This year, what they've done is they've done it from the George Steinbrenner Field, I think it's a baseball uh, training facility that the Yankees use, which is next to, uh, for spring training, um, which is next to Raymond James Stadium. So they've booked the hotel packages for the guests and in the Hilton, uh, sorry, the Marriott Hotel, and they were going to run from this uh, baseball stadium. So they've cancelled the baseball stadium because of what's going on. It's been understood. However, Hilton, uh, Marriott are saying that they still owe for the hotel rooms. There's no flexible cancellation, and they've got to pay £100,000 Um now, that's in addition to any payments that they've already made to people to to appear. Um, Chris Jericho completely uh, tore into uh, the Marriott on Twitter and it was supported by a number of other wrestlers. But what's the saddest situation about this is this guy who runs WrestleCon is just a wrestling fan. He's just somebody who his wife described. She was on Twitter and said, look, we are going through a bad time, but we're, we're we're actually nice people, and we we just want to make sure everyone gets all the money back and stuff like that. He started WrestleCon as a student out of his dorm room, and it's something that him and his wife have continued since then. And this is just a normal wrestling fan who's you know tried to make contributions and has given many people many happy times. That 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 sugar mill in New Orleans was just it was fantastic. Oh, what a venue! It was it was the same um, the, the the same in uh, Orlando. I, I enjoyed the shows I went to there, um, and even in New York, uh, we went to the Rev Pro that runs through it. And um, it, it, it's it's going to be such a shame if they can't get things back on track because they, they've done so much. They've built up a good name and a good reliable name. There's a lot of people in wrestling who who are scumbags and who are just there to promote and make as much money as possible. These guys, not so much. They actually gave value for money.
0: Yeah, those WrestleCon super shows, but usually are one of the better shows of the weekend, aren't they? It's just sad in it. I mean, I was thinking. I think I've talked to my mum about it. I'll tell my mum about it. And I was like, said, it would be great if, like, do you know what I mean? If you could have ten thousand wrestling fans donate ten dollars each?" And mum was like, "Yeah, that's all well and good saying that, but people right now are more worried about." do you know what I mean, their own, as you've seen with the supermarket situation, people just seem to be worried about themselves at the moment you know, instead yeah. of, I'm going to be honest, if there was, if, I'm not one for these GoFundMes and all this and stuff like that, but if there was a GoFundMe, I'd donate $10 without even thinking about it, but
1: yeah, I, I think I um I put some money into the um the Will Ospreay show for all the people who are going to be out of work, and oh, the I never watched that, what was it like? It was it was a bit strange. Um, there's some good wrestling there, though. I've got to be honest with you. What was Osprey um,
0: against uh, B Priestley
1: like? I I'll be honest with you, it's the only one I haven't seen.
0: Ah, um,
1: but uh, David Starr versus that, I think it's Callum Newton, uh, was excellent. Um, and Robinson versus Ojmo was good fun at the start as well. Um, yeah, so it, it,
0: it's uh, it, it was really enjoyable. Yep. So I guess probably maybe finish on the fact what he thought. I'm so curious. I generally don't know the general consensus of like what people's opinions are on this. Right. So WrestleMania taking place in the performance center. And it's going to be the first WrestleMania taking place over two days. What? I I don't know what to think about it. Like, I'm not going to be honest. It'll be nice to watch it. It'll give us something to watch and stuff. But, like, I just, I don't know. I just Like, you look at it like, say, Drew McIntyre wins the title off Brock, yeah? I know, like, it feels stupid talking about wrestling, and, yeah, it will be nice to give someone a show. But just the fact that they're doing it in front of nobody at the Performance Centre, and it's WrestleMania, I just, I don't care what anyone thinks, yeah? You can agree with me, you can disagree with me. That's the whole point of podcasts and Twitter. Do you have an opinion? My opinion is it should just be... Respond to a later date but I, I think i'm i reckon i might be in the minority maybe i'm not maybe i am what what's your thoughts on it, danny obviously we're looking forward to it yeah well i won't say looking forward to it but it's something in my head i'm thinking right two weeks is wrestlemania and yeah i'm gutted i can't go um, I've had two big things that have stopped me from going to. I mean, to what we've we been to the last five out of six WrestleManias I've been to. I've had the birth of my daughter and a killer flu virus that stopped me from going. So, <laughs> um,
1: well, I, I think the I think personally the only reason it's going ahead is because of sponsorship um, and business deals that maybe we don't know about and we're not aware of. Um, if they were to pull the show, um, they might not get the um, whatever payments is due to them in the meantime. So I think the the, the talk is this is going to be a two night WrestleMania um, shop from multiple locations. So by the sounds, of it, it's not just going to be the PC. Um, and I think the reason they're doing it is logistically, if they're asking for gatherings of no more than fifty people, and if you think about the the, the crew, the technicians The uh, backstage staff And then the wrestlers um, The reason they may have to do that Is to basically you know, <laughs> Keep the people Under 50 or 100 Whatever the um, Whatever the law in Florida is um, So this is why We might see that I think it will be an interest in Wrestlemania I don't think it's going to be one That's ever going to be talked about for any other reason other than the coronavirus. Um, But what I think we are going to see is I think we're going to see a WrestleMania 36 and a half from Madison Square Garden, um, probably in June or July at some point. And they won't call it WrestleMania 36 and a half, obviously, but I think it's going to be a big show we're going to be treated to in the world's most famous arena. And I will look forward to that more than I look forward to Mania. I'll still watch, I'll still support, but I don't think this is going to be anything other than the coronavirus Mania.
0: Yeah, I know. It's just, to me, it's just like, I've not watched any of the television yet, right, but ugh, with what's going on, I just can't really buy into the fact that, like, Randy Orton and Edge hate each other and want to kill each other. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's stuff like that for me. I think, fair enough, if they were just... Ugh, if they just go out there and have exhibitions or whatever... But to me, I just like, that's why I've stayed away from wrestling. I'm, I can't physically buy that Bray Wyatt wants to get rid of John Cena. Do you know what I mean? Stuff like that. I know it's like all for our entertainment and stuff, but it's just, I don't want to see it. I, I, I don't know. And for me not to want to see it, just, hmm. I, d- I don't know. I don't know. I remember watching,
1: I think it was 2005, 2006, ROH did a shoot interview with uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan. And he was talking about um, getting heat after 9-11. And he was saying, you know, th- we, we, it's a different age now with news media. He said, we've basically seen mass murder on television. We've seen planes flying into buildings. You're not going to get heat by pulling some trunks or putting yeah. your foot on the rope. And, y- you know, it's gotten harder and harder to do that um and to to actually believe in it, and especially as shit goes on in the world and it's, uh, you, you you sometimes think why do, why do I bother uh, why do I bother watching this but you I'll go back to what I was saying before um Eddie Kingston's promo on um NWA power he still things can plug you in. The crowd was completely side. if anyone hasn't seen it, it'll basically give you an overview. He was arguing with the Pope and a tag team that escapes my name. Um, When I say the Pope, not Francis, um, Elijah, whatever his name was, in WWE. Um, And as he was doing this promo, and it was apparently, they were having to go with Homicide. And he he just went, he, he turned into, he said... When I tried, when I sh- tried to kill myself, or when I attempted suicide, that man was the reason I was kept alive. And the crowd just went quiet. And he 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 tore into him. He, he, the way his eyes went, the way he delivered the promo, and he just said, "I'll I'll bury you where you stand." And it was all very very real. And he encapsulated all that. Now whether that happened or didn't did happen, is you know. It, it, it's, not, it's not the point It's the fact that he got the crowds To sort of just fall silent Listen to exactly What he was saying and then Back it up with proper sleep talk Where you thought he actually meant what he was saying And These are the things that have got to be done As you say, poorly executed Promos and the formulaic Writers that they have In WWE, I'm not going to cut it In the next couple of months So hopefully Either they can set the game up or we can get o- go over this, forget about it, and start enjoying getting involved and more invested in storylines.
0: Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. I just, I don't know. Like, put it this way, Dan. You know what like I always say to you? My work is basically just six hours of listening to wrestling podcasts. Mm. I haven't listened to a wrestling podcast in, like, two or three weeks while I've been working. I've just not wanted to hear about it. Do you know what I mean? Like... For me, I just don't want to hear it. I don't know, like, it's weird seeing we've done a, a podcast on the coronavirus, <laughs> but I don't want to hear about it. I don't want, like, I've been scared of, like, WhatsApp. Every chat that we're in together is muted because I don't want to hear it. I, like, I mean, I'm getting on with my own day. I'm worrying about a little girl. I'm just car- trying to carry on as normal. And there's times I just don't want to hear about the coronavirus. I just try, I just want to, I know, like, yeah, it's here, but sometimes I just want to crack on and not like, because yeah. it gets you down, it gets you, like, I don't know, like, solution. whenever it's like, amount of times, right, this week, I've clicked on WhatsApp, and I've seen Neil fuck with a photo, and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, what's happened now, do you know what I mean, it's, it gets to the point where I just don't want to hear it, like, yeah, I just no, feel like that's... all that is happening is just bad news, bad news, bad news, it's like, I, I listen to the Wrestling Observer, Pop, uh, whatever it is, Dave Meltzer and Alvarez, yeah. I don't want to hear them going back and forth about the coronavirus, about how everything's bad and everything's getting cancelled. It's like the news is on. I'm trying not to listen to that. It's just I suppose everyone deals with it in their own way. But for me, I just try and pretend it's not happening.
1: It, it's it's gonna be like Brexit. It's gonna go on for a while and we're gonna hear nothing but uh coronavirus. But we'll get through it. Um and we'll uh, you know, we'll live to uh, live to fight another day and we'll live to enjoy our wrestling another day. Are we're um, gonna pass for WrestleMania, what? Yeah, we are I was what I was gonna move on to. Um we, this has been very impromptu today. Um Dan told me he was available, I was available to do it. Um, so you will see the return of the glorious Tebbs next week, um, he will uh, he will be going through, hopefully we'll be doing a look forward to WrestleMania and also in terms of what matches are on the card, and also maybe a brief look back at the time we spent in New York last year, um, because Tebbs has made notes and we unfortunately had to cancel the podcast, um, so Looking forward to that, and I think what we're looking to do next week as well, we're going to look at, we've got corona this talk out the way now, we're going to look, look at talking about happier times and just non-coronavirus, so this is the last thing you hear about it in the next couple of podcasts at
0: least. Yep, hopefully, hopefully it is. Fucking hell, Danny, to end the show, right? So I'm on a Facebook group, yeah, for our estate, and someone, right, has put, oh, what's the local window cleaner called, yeah? right and loads of people are tagging me in it right and that's this is it of, this is one of my pet hates right so they've just rang me yeah bear in mind really it's the middle of the day so in their head i'm at work cleaning windows yeah so they've rang me fair enough and then they've rang me again three minutes later and i've just looked in the ring me again i hate people who give you three missed calls and stuff when it's something and nothing do you know what i mean clearly I'm cleaning windows. Clearly, I'm recording a fucking wrestling podcast. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what fuck yeah. You yeah. I'm, I'm saying this and in a second. I'm gonna ring back. Hi, are you okay? Sorry, I couldn't take your call. Oh. <laughs> those bastards trying to give you money like that. Um, it's like three. I hate people who do three missed calls. I'm not gonna miss it. I'm gonna ring you back. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I, in in
1: their defense, you might have just thought you might not have heard it because you had your. Um, you know, your lazy... Uh, what's that lazy thing you use instead of cleaning the windows properly?
3: His
1: Yeah, your pole, that's the one. Um, so, yeah, they might have just thought you were using that and you couldn't hear them.
0: That Right. So, Danny. Right, so that's it. So, just to... I'm going to give a quick update. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I did the WWE versus AEW podcast. It ain't going to happen until things get back to normal. That show will resume when we go back to normal. Because at the moment, I have no... As you've listened, if you've got this far and you'll know I'm not really interested in wrestling right now. So we will carry on doing maybe like a weekly podcast myself, Danny and Tebs. Do you know what I mean? Just updating you with stuff until we... The world at the moment is not... Do you know what I mean? It's not normal. So until we get back to normal life, I ain't going to be doing... What, we, what i've been doing for the last 18 months so we will have one weekly show hopefully we'll do our best to have one weekly show for you but hopefully talking about more positive things like danny said um well until we probably talk about wrestlemania which will probably
1: <laughs> yeah we, we, well, we've got the coronavirus so out the way now haven't we so when things do get back to normal let's try and end on a high um we get wrestlemania season out the way um, we've got you Liverpool at... winning
0: the league. We've got Leeds Sorry. getting promoted. Glorious oh, yeah. times ahead. Yeah, we've got all, all
1: that to look forward to. Um, <laughs> but what what are you personally looking forward to from the wrestling world? Um, once this is back to
0: next year's WrestleMania. I'm tell you what, Danny. I'm fucked. Bit. It seems bad saying you're pissed off about this, but we should have <laughs> fucking gone to Wrestle Kingdom, shouldn't we? Fucking hell. This was the one year where we should have gone. But obviously, we weren't to know what were happening. Because obviously, we sort of had a choice, didn't we? Like, (laughs) towards the middle of the summer, it was like, "Mm, Wrestle Kingdom, Wrestlemania. And in the end, we went for Wrestlemania. And now, we're not going anywhere. Talking to G, yeah. Between us, this is what we've got booked, Danny, yeah? This is what me and him have booked, right? Three Magalufs, Tampa, Paris, Benidorm, (laughs) and between us, (laughs) The only place anyone's going, G's going to Windermere for the weekend with his bird. Although, now, he's fucking in isolation for two weeks. so He's not even fucking going Windermere. So, fucking hell. 2020, let's get into 2021. This time next year, everyone will have moved on, hopefully. Hopefully, everyone's all right. But, quick message, yeah, from me. Stay positive. Keep smiling. Life is a gift. Just enjoy it, no matter how shit it can be.
1: Yeah, I think I can only I only agree with you on that one. Um, and if you're feeling down, or if you're feeling, um, you know, if you are self-isolating and things are going on, uh, you know, you can catch me on on Twitter, Danny at uh, sorry at Danny NW Pod. If you want to just have a chat whether it's about wrestling or whatever, if you're feeling a bit down, don't hesitate to just drop me a message. Um, The other thing as well is look at the, as I said before, look at the little things look at the work that people are doing that individuals are doing to make things a little bit better for others There's a lot of kindness going on out there in the middle of all this madness, so look out for that and try and stay positive and we'll be back to normal as soon as we can be
3: Good evening. The coronavirus is the biggest threat this country has faced for decades and this country is not alone. All over the world we're seeing the devastating impact of this invisible killer. And so tonight I want to update you on the latest steps we're taking to fight the disease and what you can do to help. And I want to begin by reminding you why the UK has been taking the approach that we have. Without a huge national effort to halt the growth of this virus, there will come a moment when no health service in the world could possibly cope, because there won't be enough ventilators, enough intensive care beds, enough doctors and nurses. And as we've seen elsewhere in other countries that also have fantastic healthcare systems, that is the moment of real danger. To put it simply, if too many people become seriously unwell, at one time, the NHS will be unable to handle it, meaning more people are likely to die, not just from coronavirus, but from other illnesses as well. So it's vital to slow the spread of the disease, because that is the way we reduce the number of people needing hospital treatment at any one time, so we can protect the NHS's ability to cope and save more lives. And that's why we've been asking people to stay at home during this pandemic. And though huge numbers are complying, and I thank you all, the time has now come for us all to do more. From this evening, I must give the British people a very simple instruction. You must stay at home. Because the critical thing we must do to stop the disease spreading between households that is why people will only be allowed to leave their home for the following very limited purposes shopping for basic necessities as infrequently as possible, one form of exercise a day, for example, a run, walk, or cycle, alone or with members of your household, any medical need to provide care or to help a vulnerable person, and travelling to and from work but only where this is absolutely necessary and cannot be done from home. That's all. These are the only reasons you should leave your home. You should not be meeting friends. If your friends ask you to meet, you should say no. You should not be meeting family members who do not live in your home. You should not be going shopping except for essentials like food and medicine. And you should do this as little as you can and use food, delivery services, where you can. If you don't follow the rules, the police will have the powers to enforce them, including through fines and dispersing gatherings. To ensure compliance with the government's instruction to stay at home, we will immediately close all shops selling non-essential goods, including clothing and electronic stores and other premises, including libraries, playgrounds and outdoor gyms and places of worship. We'll stop all gatherings of more than two people in public, excluding people you live with. And we'll stop all social events, including weddings, baptisms and other ceremonies, but excluding funerals. Parks will remain open for exercise, but gatherings will be dispersed. No prime minister wants to enact measures like this I know the damage that this disruption is doing and will do to people's lives to their businesses and to their jobs and that's why we've produced a huge and unprecedented program of support both for workers and for business and I can assure you that we will keep these restrictions under constant review we will look again in three weeks and relax them if the evidence shows we are able to But at present, there are just no easy options. The way ahead is hard. And it is still true that many lives will sadly be lost. And yet it is also true that there is a clear way through. Day by day, we are strengthening our amazing NHS with 7,500 former clinicians now coming back to the service. With the time you buy, By simply staying at home, we are increasing our stocks of equipment, we are accelerating our search for treatments, we're pioneering work on a vaccine, and we are buying millions of testing kits that will enable us to turn the tide on this invisible killer. I want to thank everyone who is working flat out to beat the virus. Everyone from the supermarket staff to the transport workers to the carers to the nurses and doctors on the front line. But in this fight, we can be in no doubt that each and every one of us is directly enlisted. Each and every one of us is now obliged to join together to halt the spread of this disease, to protect our NHS and to save many, many thousands of lives. And I know that as they have in the past, so many times the people of this country will rise to that challenge and we will come through it stronger than ever. We will beat the coronavirus, and we will beat it together. And therefore, I urge you, at this moment of national emergency, to stay at home, protect our NHS, and save lives. Thank you.